Good morning. Happy Easter. Thank you so very much for tuning in to Lake Point Church. My name is Frank Bennett, lead pastor, and I get the awesome privilege to uh, deliver a message inside an old church. Uh, this church, we have the opportunity, our band, obviously, as you saw, got a chance to lead us in worship. And uh, these walls, if these walls could speak, they could probably share lots of great stories of many sermons uh, from many, many years ago, as this building is about 110 years old. And so it's a privilege and an honor to be here spending some time with you. We hope your family is doing well. And uh, during this pandemic, we pray that God would be uh, would show forth his mighty power and his healing hand. And, and right now, I pray, and of course, I've, I've all already prayed before this message. I pray that this message uh, would sink into your heart and that something in your life would be changed. You know, there's so many aspects of the resurrection story of Easter that we could focus on. But as I uh, was preparing for this message, actually, I had a different plan altogether, a, a, a sort of direction. And over the last few weeks since this pandemic hit, um, in my time with the Lord, uh, there was a switch of direction. And so I want us today to talk about the scars, the scars that Jesus bore for us. And so let me ask you this question. Do, do you have a scar? You know, I, I have a few scars. Some are visible, uh, some are not. Uh, some I can show you and some you probably don't want to see. Uh, but you know, every scar has a story. I can tell you exactly what happened with every scar. You know, some scars are just out of my foolishness. Uh, some scars are because, you know, I didn't really uh, know how to play softball as well as I thought I did. And it took a hard bounce. Or maybe some scars because of his surgery I had as, as, a, as a little child. And so every scar has a story. And I would imagine that any kind of scar that you have uh, has a story. And so what is your scar story? Well, I want you to hold on to that question because I'm going to ask you more about that towards the end of this message. But we're going to talk about the scars that, that Jesus had. And, and we know that when, when he rose from the dead and he hung out with the, with the disciples, the Bible says he was actually on this earth for about 40 more days. But when he appeared to his disciples first time after his resurrection, they were all huddled up together in a room and, um, and they, they were scared. Uh, they, they, they actually fled uh, when, when Jesus was in the garden and he was arrested. And so here they are together, and they had kind of heard that, obviously, that he had, been, uh, uh, he had been raised from the dead. And some of the disciples actually went to go see the empty tomb, and, and they told about the other disciples, uh, told the other disciples about this. And so there was a little, bit of, uh, a little bit of doubt, a little bit of confusion, and a little bit of fear. And it's amazing that we're talking about those words, and we're actually living those words. Don't you have, over the past few weeks, aren't there, isn't there a little bit of doubt in your mind about what's going on with, with, uh, with the news and about what's going on with this pandemic and, and doubt that everything is going to be okay? Maybe, maybe there's some confusion in your life and there's definitely been a lot of fear. Well, I hope after today's message, we'll be able to uh, talk about those uh, as it relates to his scars.
Because, you know, the disciples felt that. The disciples, um, they, they, were, they had some doubt. There, there was some confusion and there were, were, was some fear in their life. And so as Jesus appeared to them, he showed them his scars. He showed that, um, hey, th- this is real. So the, the first thing that I want to talk about relating to the doubt, his scars showed the evidence that, hey, I did die, and I, here I am alive. You know, I, I, I wanted you to remember that John, the disciple John, was the only disciple at the cross, according to Scripture. And so John was there. He saw Jesus die, and he saw the, the nails in his hands and his feet. He saw, after he died on the cross, the Roman soldier uh, forcing the, the sword in his side. And so John realized that he died. He knew it. But the other disciples had to just take John's word for it. So why did Jesus have to have the scars? He had to have it to show the evidence that, look, I I was on the cross. I died. And so as we we visit his scars and as Jesus showed the scars, it, it, the first thing it showed is, is that it showed that he died in erasing some of the doubt. We see this as the disciples were in, huddled up in, in, the, in this room together. And we see this in John chapter 20, verse 19 and 20. It says, on the evening of the first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. After he said this, He showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. And so the the scars were there to prove, hey, I I did die on the cross. And so erasing some of their doubt. But there's one disciple who was not there in that room. And that's the disciple Thomas. In fact, he has a name known as Doubting Thomas. And so this disciple Uh, met up with the disciples later, and he said, you know, until I see his scars, I'm not going to believe. In fact, we even see this in the same chapter in John chapter 20, uh, starting with verse 25. It says this, so the other disciples told him, told Thomas, we have seen this Lord, but he said to them, unless I see the nail marks in his hands, and put my fingers where his nails were, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. So a week later, his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here, see my hands, reach out your hand, and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, my Lord and my God. You know, Jesus had to show the scars to show the evidence, to show the evidence, to remove the doubt. You know, it's interesting, when you, when you think about the scars of Jesus, why, why did he continue to have the scars? I mean, in his glorified body, as we, as we see there, I mean, he's going through, through doors without them being open. He's just appearing in places. So in his glorified body, he still has scars. You know, when we, as believers, 
and followers of Christ, when we get to heaven, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a new body. There's not gonna be any scars. But Jesus is very clear. Uh, even as he ascended up into heaven, he still had the scars. So why would he need the scars? Obviously, number one was to remove doubt and to bring the evidence. The second thing we, we see in this passage is to bring peace. You know, the, the opposite of confusion is peace. So there was a lot of confusion with the disciples, just like there's some confusion in our, in our world today, and especially in this season that we're in. But Jesus brought peace to this. In fact, he even said in the passage, you know, um, hey, peace be with you. He showed them peace, and he showed them the scar. The scars themselves um, took away their confusion. You know, the disciples who uh, were just uh, a days earlier were scattered because of, 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 of what was happening to Jesus. Now we're together and peace was there because of the scars. You know, I, I wonder if, if the disciples thought and were, were reminded of what, was said, what says in Isaiah 53.5, uh, uh, the punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we are healed. So his punishment brings us peace. His scars bring us peace, knowing that um, this same Jesus uh, that, that died on the cross and rose from the dead is the same one that sits on his throne, and he is the one who conquered death, hell, and the grave. You and I can walk in perfect peace when we place our trust in him. And so his scars remove the confusion in our life by bringing us peace. So not only um, does, it, does it remove the doubt with the evidence and remove the confusion with his peace, we also see that it removes the fear by bringing courage. Jesus reminded his disciples, that he defeated death and ultimately the enemy. Jesus, Jesus empowered them with the Holy Spirit because if Jesus never showed them his scars, then they would not have gone out boldly and would not have uh, proclaimed the gospel. And there's a good chance that they would not even gather together and, and receive uh, the, the, the Holy Spirit coming onto them, which ultimately gave them power. You see, when, when you and I accept Christ as Savior, the Holy Spirit comes and lives inside us. And the fact that Jesus bore um, the scars for us and the Holy, the Holy Spirit being part of the Trinity, you and I can, can walk in boldness, not fear. You know, Christians should not be afraid because ultimately it, it, it doesn't matter what happens to us, uh, whether, whether our lives are ended on this earth or we're hurt by, by, by other wounds of people, we can walk without fear knowing that ultimately one day we're gonna have a heavenly home and all is going to be great and all is gonna be wonderful because we are with Jesus. You know, 
Before seeing the, the scars of Jesus, the disciples huddled in fear. They huddled together in fear. But because of his scars, their fear was gone and it gave them courage. So Jesus now reigns in heaven. And I can just imagine, as he, as he made his way into heaven, coming from earth, and I can imagine the, the, the looks of maybe the angels and those in heaven at his scars. You know, uh, I, I heard someone say that, that his scars is the only man-made thing that's going to be brought into heaven. And so as, as they're looking at the scars in, a, in amazement of what he brought into heaven, it, it, it's something to really be joyful over. I would imagine rather than um, the angels um, being saddened by their scars, they're actually celebrating the scars because they, they represent what Jesus did and, and the war and the battle that he fought, much like a soldier you know, a soldier in battle will often come home with, with wounds, which will in, eventually end up being uh, scars. And I would be, venture to say this, a scar on a soldier makes him a hero or makes her a hero. Just like a soldier, Jesus, his scars made him a hero. You know, his scars are the medals and they're medals of freedom. They're medals of freedom from sin as, as Jesus was able to win back our freedom, our freedom from sin, shame, death, and the grave. So let me ask you one more time, as I asked you earlier, do you have any scars? Whatever scars you have in this life, you can bring those to Jesus. And you can relate with Jesus because you can um, say to Jesus, I have scars too, just like you. And so Jesus, with his nail-scarred hands, he's ready to reach out to whatever scars you have in your life and to be able to tell you, I love you and I want to be a friend for you. And I want to be a friend of you. And I want to be your savior. You know, during this time, as we have seen uh, different politicians and, and governors uh, talk about this coronavirus, there's, there's some people that you, that you will see at every one of those conferences and at every one of those news broadcasts. And that's someone who's signing in sign language uh, what they are saying. And, um, and, and, I, and I'm reminded about how beautiful the, the sign language is. You know, it's, um, it's, it's very interesting to know that um, there's some words in sign language that correlate uh, not with this, just this, its meaning, but also of a person. And let me give an example. Um, Jesus, he wants to be your friend. And so in sign language, this right here means friend. You know, Jesus died on the cross because he loves you and he wants to show his love for you. And so this right here means love. But it's interesting that 
The name Jesus, when you sign it, is simply this, which represents what? His scars. Jesus wants to be your friend because he loves you. You know, I think there's one more final reason why Jesus still has his scars. It's because they are a reminder of you. They are a reminder that he came to the earth and he died for you. And as he looks down at his hands and as he feels his side and sees his feet, he's reminded that he paid the price for your sin. And he defeated death, hell, and the grave. And he made a way, a connection between you and God the Father. He bore our sins and he bore our shame. Will you accept Jesus? Will you allow Jesus to be your friend? And will you love Jesus by giving your heart to him. You could do that today on this Easter. What a great and glorious day to give that to Easter. Oh, I know you're, you're probably concerned about your scars. You have scars, but so does Jesus. And you don't need to worry about those scars because he's gonna heal them all. He's gonna bring his spiritual medicine and healing, but it's got to start with your heart. So if you're ready to receive him today, it's real simple. And so if you're just right where you are, we just want to say a simple word of prayer. You can just repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. And I thank you for dying on the cross for me. Please forgive me of my sin. I confess them to you. I am a sinner and I need a savior. Please come into my life, be Lord of my life and help me to live for you. Thank you for saving my soul. In Jesus name, amen. So, you and your scars have a place with Jesus and his scars. And so as you walk in this life, you may pick up a few more scars. But know this, we don't need to worry about the doubt because his scars brought the evidence. We don't need to worry about the confusion because his scars bring the peace. And uh, we don't need to worry about the fear because his scars bring us courage to live this life with boldness. I hope that you have accepted him. If you still have questions, that's all right. We're here to help you. And if you accept the Christ as Savior, I would love for you to send me an email to pastor at lakepointonline.com. Tell us about it, and we'll reach out to you. Love you, and we'll, start, uh, we'll see you next week.